I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Marvel Universe fan show, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredible geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury. My favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? Uh, you know, cold, no air, space. Captain Marvel. The Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. light-based powers so we switch places whenever we use them strong theory you can absorb light i can see it and kamala who's kamala hi she can turn light into physical matter which i have never heard of i could totally show you no Targeting every planet we call home. I would never choose to bring anybody into this. You are not the only thing standing between this and the universe. Oh my god, we're a team. Higher. Further. Faster. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we witnessed Goliath finally getting taken down and a new record being set at the same time. Too bad it's not a record anybody wanted. It's 2023's The Marvels. But first, he's back, he's Harry, and he's MCU canon. It's Beast. I mean, Jason. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am in another dimension, but hopefully they'll bring me and my cohorts into this actual dimension and they'll make uh, the MCU uh, actually interesting. Whole again? Yeah. Or for the first time? Not not really again. Just... Well, I mean, interesting because it hasn't been really interesting for, what, the last four years now? Three years now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well... Yeah. No, I mean, really, since Phase Three, and that that ended in like 2019. So I don't, you know, Loki was interesting. WandaVision was. They had a few interestings in there, but not many. 
Yeah, but overall, the oh, MCU overall. hasn't been interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Phase four and what we've seen of phase five. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. not interesting. Yep. Yep. I got a question about that that we can talk about later. But uh, first, Ooh. but first, do you have some news for us, sir? No. Great. What's your first one? Wait, did you not listen to me? I don't listen to you. I just move on. I have right, no, I have I have a list of things that have to get done and in here it says Jason provides four newses. No, 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 no. Four is not sometimes it's four if well, I'm feeling, you know, like I, you, like an you, overachiever, but yeah, today well, is last, not one of those days. Last week you you gave me four, so I just I just assumed that you no, you were going to start doing that. That's the exception to the rule. Uh, oh, well, that's yeah. unfortunate. All right. Yeah. What, well, what do you got then? All right. So do you remember the movie 47 Ronin? 47 Ronin with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with The Last Samurai with, with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yes. 47 Ronin was more of a, a fantasy film than yes. like a historical biopic. But, well, yeah. R- so right. the director- Is it biopic or biopic? Biopic. Okay. Like a bio, uh, biographical picture. I don't know. It could be biopic. B-I-O-P-I-C. Could be. Biopic. Could be myopic. Well, could, could be diopic. Shut up. Okay, 47 Ronin. <laughs> 47 Ronin. So the guy yep. who directed 47 Ronin, uh, Carl Eric Wrench, okay. uh, was given sixty-one uh, a little over $61 million by Netflix to produce this sci-fi action film um, or this sci-fi series for Netflix called Conquest, right? Okay. Never seen so what do you what do you think he did with that $61.2 million? Hookers and blue, Bob. Hookers uh, and blue. You're not far off, actually. So okay. immediately he took ten and a half million of it and then um, decided to invest in the stock market. And as you know, the stock market is is fairly volatile and apparently he doesn't mm-hmm. know how to pick stocks because okay. he ended up losing over half of his investment. Nice. Yeah. Good job. So losing, you know, Almost six million of the ten and a half million that you invested of the original sixty one point two million that Netflix gave you. What do you think you would do at that point? More hookers and blow, Bob. More hookers and blow, absolutely. Yep. So what he did was he doubled down and decided to go into crypto. Hmm. He bought four million dollars worth of dogecoin when when? well it was fortunately for him uh like right before an upswing in dogecoin because he actually netted about six times his original investment actually almost seven times his original so he put in how much he put in four million four came out with with 16 no you said seven seven times so almost seven almost 28 million Almost, yeah. So $27 million. So he actually made back the money that he lost in the stock market and then some. So what do you think he's going to do at that point? 
Well, I'm going to go for the trifecta and say hookers and blow, Bob. More hookers and blow, More absolutely. And, and blow. what goes better with hookers and blow than Ferraris and Rolls Royces? Well, I mean, you've got to have some place to stash your hookers and blow. <laughs> so he spent $8.7 million on fucking cars. Well, I mean, technically that's okay. I mean, he he invested 10 lost 6. Mm-hmm. So he made made 9 made, back. Made he netted 9 back. Yeah. And then spent and 8. And then and then spent 8.7 of that 9. So back. he's still he's still up by a million. He's still got 61, baby. He's okay. no he's he's probably pretty close to even at this okay. point. Okay. Okay, yeah. Especially whenever you you start taking in, you know, the tax debt that's going to be on, I on don't capital see what, gains at this point. I really don't see what this pro, what the problem is here. Well, the problem he's, is he still doesn't have a fucking show. Oh. <laughs> he oh. didn't do the show. Oh. Wow. You'd think uh, Netflix would be a little angry about that. They are. They have hmm. uh, pulled Conquest. They've canceled Conquest, and they are they've dragged his ass into arbitration. Uh, basically, they're uh, claiming that he owes them fourteen million dollars in damages for breach of contract. And in, I would in, very seriously doubt that he's going to be working in Hollywood anytime in the future. Now, is that in addition to the sixty-one they gave him? Well, I, I would hope that they got that 61 back or whatever was left of it because there's no telling, you know, what else he bought with it. Right. But yeah, they're 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 looking for 14 million on top of that. All right. Well, good job, dude. You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Way to fuck that up. Right. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um. So Bob Iger was talking uh, earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, does this involve Elon Musk? No, 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 no. This oh, does this... not involve Elon Musk. This oh. isn't. This isn't part of the Elon Musk telling Bob Iger to fuck off. Go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he was. He was talking earlier today about uh, the future of the MCU and Disney oh, okay. in general. Uh, basically, he's saying that yeah, they they went for quantity over quality the last uh, you know three maybe four years. And they're gonna they're gonna kind of flip that card. They're gonna start um, dialing back on the number of releases that they have, especially on the streaming platforms, and uh, start to actually create quality films again with actual plots and you know cohesion, rather than just throw a bunch of shit on the wall and and yeah, see what stays. Yeah, so so I would I'm okay with that. I I hope that that only really um, is geared towards the MCU stuff because their Star Wars stuff hasn't been too terrible that they've put out on Disney Plus, right? It's been significantly. I don't know. I haven't watched any of it. Okay. Well, it's been significantly better than the 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 shit that came out in theaters. You know, Mandalorian was pretty good compared to... Which season? Because the second season kind of sucked. Look, overall, it's been doing pretty well. And from what I understand, the Book of Boba Fett kind of sucked. 
Well, and it was but, just the Mandalorian season 2.5. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's all right. So Ahsoka was good. Two out of the four seasons of the show that you just said sucked, but you're saying that it's a success? So they're batting 500. Well, no. The, in I baseball mean, is fine, but in movies is not. They're making enough. I mean, it's good enough. Apparently, apparently other people other than you think that it was good because they, they have another season coming out of The Mandalorian. They have Ahsoka Season 2 coming out. They've got Andor Season 2 coming out. You know, uh, and, and then they've had, like, Bad Batch and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, they've been doing well with the Star Wars. Mm. Um, compared to doing well with the MCU on Disney Plus, so oh, the MCU on Disney Plus has been a garbage fire. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I hope they. I I hope they Bob writes this ship. I really do. Well, that's what he's saying. So, yeah. because it's not only it's not only the MCU, but there were a couple of other movies that yeah were projected to be big box office hits and that actually flopped. So, uh, the Indiana Jones movie that came out this year kind of fucked up in the in the box there was, office. There was an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, Dial oh, okay. of Destiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. And the the movie Wish actually kind of just came out. Yeah, yeah. Kind of supposedly shit the bed too. Yeah, didn't do too well this past weekend. Thirty one point six million on a Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, and you know, and I really, and I, part of it's got to be quantity over quality. Sure, um, I think part of it also is the whole writers actors strike you know that that's got to hurt somewhere not necessarily that probably hurt from promotion for yeah, well, the marvels yeah but i mean it, it it's got to hurt for promotion but then if you think about it people are hearing oh there's a strike and all this and they're kind of like eh all right but the actors uh, weren't on strike whenever indiana jones came out so they had well, plenty no. of time to no, uh, but but still, I'm just for that. I'm just thinking in general. Um, the 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 de- the decline this since the summer really on. I think you're giving people a lot more credit about their concern about the strikes. The writer and actor strike, I don't think, kept people from watching shows or watching movies. I mean, they kept. I don't me. think people gave two shits other than why isn't my show on TV. Well, yeah, but I mean, on top of that, you know, the strike happened, and I'm it. It wasn't that I didn't feel like going because it was in solidarity of what they were doing and agreeing with what they're doing or whatever. It was kind of oh, they're on strike, yeah, whatever, and not thinking about, you know, you're not seeing the promotions and that kind of stuff. Again, so yeah, it's yeah. it's the promotion, but Indiana yeah. Jones didn't have that that excuse. Well, I mean, come on. Harrison and Wish Ford's didn't really old... have that, that excuse because, well, first, it's an animated feature. They really don't promote animated features with, you know, the actors. People. Well, they, they do sometimes if sometimes it's if big it's, name if actors. It's a, yeah, if it's a big enough name actor, like I'm sure the Trolls movie probably had Andrew Kendrick and uh, Justin Timberlake promoting it, maybe on yeah. some talk shows and shit. Yeah. But Wish, I don't even know who's in Wish. I don't know either. Um, 
I, I know there's a fat star in it and a little baby goat that has a really deep voice. And I know all this because I watched the trailers during the Marvels. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I think Indiana Jones, it was more along, for me, it was kind of like, okay, well, Crystal Skull sucked yeah. balls. Yeah, um, Crystal Skull burned it for me. I wasn't going to yeah. go back and watch fucking Harrison Ford and Harrison crack his Ford hip, is, yeah, jumping, his across, jumping across fucking vehicles. Yeah. Ford's Again. old. I mean, yeah. I just. You know, if they're wanting to keep that property great, uh, go back to, you know, they did the TV show. Go back to like young Indiana Jones or something. Get a different actor. Or here's an idea and, and hear me out. Yeah. Come up with some new fucking ideas. No, we've got to recycle, dude. Well, that's one of the things Iger is, uh, is going to be, uh, you know, pulling back on or sequels. Oh, he's, uh, he's saying that no, no more just frivolous sequels just to have sequels for basically commerce reasons. The sequel actually has to have a reason, an actual, yeah, an actual reason to exist. It has to carry mm. on the storyline or or be somewhat, you know, relevant. Man, that takes all the fun out of it. What about reboots? I, he didn't mention reboots, but oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. So, so we can look forward to the, you know, the next live action reboot of whatever animated feature oh, that they've right. already done. Well, let's see. They've done Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Lion King, and Aladdin. Yeah. So Jungle Book. Oh, that's right. They did the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. So that's five. Let's see what else is up. Um. Uh, Technically, they've done Cinderella, but not in the same vein as what they've yeah, done with that these wasn't others. Disney, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That wasn't Disney, so yeah, they yeah. could do Cinderella. They could do Snow White. Um, I I understand. I thought I heard somewhere or read somewhere Lilo and Stitch is being looked at. Oh, for fuck's sake! I hated that movie animated. Yeah. Mahalo means friends. I don't know. It really doesn't, but you know. Yeah. I thought it was interesting though that he said one of the reasons why um some of these projects have floundered or just weren't very good was there wasn't as much supervision on the set by executives. So he's saying that, you know, having executives on the set actually boosts the the quality of of these productions so that makes me wonder what in the fuck are these executives doing because the, so the only executives thing I, are kind of fucking useless yeah the only thing i can think of is maybe like feige or something being there making sure that it for the mcu at least oh, okay. making I sure can... that it, it it's going in the direction it needs to be going maybe and yeah. not going out in left field um, that's the only thing I could think of for the MCU. Now the other shit, I you know I, I sorry I don't know, I don't know, but don't know. yeah. All right, well uh, let's t- let's see. That's two. What else you got? So okay, this so is, this is uh, hot off the presses. Me, excited me most most excited. Vanity Fair has a first look oh, at the new Fallout series. You're oh welcome, God, sir. It, it, you're welcome it's for incredible. that link. Well, 
Yeah, I actually saw the uh, the article and I didn't get to it until after you'd posted the link. But yeah, yeah. I actually went yeah. to Vanity Fair's site to, oh, to read the entire article. It looks it fucking does. incredible. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the fucking game brought oh. into the real world. The, the way the they ghouls, did the fucking power armor oh, is the power just armor looks awesome. awesome. I, yeah. Okay, I hope it looks uh, it looks awesome in a still um, or, or or practical effect or whatever it is. I hope it looks awesome when it's walking on the around, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, in when it's moving. I mean, um, just, oh, did you see the the Brotherhood airship? That uh, and, the, yes. and the vertebrates. Yeah. Oh my God, those look great. Uh, the ghoul looked pretty good. That you know, I was. Yeah, Walter was, Goggins is going to play this kind of gunslinging ghoul. Yeah. Now, one one criticism I will give is he looks too pretty to be a ghoul. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they've yeah. actually kind of explained that because you know they've they've hired Walter Goggins to play this character. They didn't want to put him in a bunch of ghoul makeup. And they wanted to soften his ghoulish features to sh- kind of make him, set him apart from other ghouls. Um, okay. And w- the ghouls that they're talking about are the the uh, enemy ghouls that you see, the the feral ghouls. Right. Um, because there's other ghouls in that aren't Fallout bad. that are that are intelligent and stuff. Yeah. So that are entirely sane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I did I I was kind of surprised that they made him as pretty as he as he is. Um, but you know, that's, that's basically my only criticism. I would have, I would have liked to have seen him be a little bit more ghoulish. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll do a little bit more CGI wise to him. Uh, I don't think so. I, because think so? I mean, no, okay. the article, the article indicated that they were going to keep him pretty. Yeah prettier okay. than than regular ghouls not not as ghoulish as regular ghouls just because he's a lead character they don't want to diminish from walter goggins facial expressions and so they yeah. can't put that much right. aesthetic on him otherwise it's going to cover up some of some right. of then, the expression that he can give yeah and then he'll look like a dude with a rubber rubber mask on yeah right so yeah yeah no i i, I get that i mean there's you you can only go so far before it looks stupid, right? Yeah. So you've got to you've got to find that happy medium, and yeah, I think I think they did, they did good. Yeah, and it comes from Jonathan Nolan and um, oh West shit, World what is people. her name? Uh, something Joy, isn't it? Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Joy. Lisa Joy. Yeah. yeah. So Christopher Nolan, Lisa Joy, they did uh, West World. Uh, they did, uh, Nolan did Person of Interest. Uh, he wrote The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Interstellar. Um, yeah, he's, they're, they have a, they have a, a track record. And so, even though Westworld kind of went off the rails on the, you know, end of the fir- third season into the fourth season, uh, it was still a really good show. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question for you. Does this bring Sadis out of hiatus? It is going to bring Sadis out of hiatus. I was just about to say that we right. will be covering this on Sadis whenever it comes out. All right. What's it? Uh, it's Prime, isn't it? It's Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, so it's time for a pod crawl, but I, I wanted to preface the pod crawl by saying- Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watching the Marvels- um, 
I I did feel a little bit bad uh, that uh, that Captain Marvel uh, killed the Supreme Intelligence. Uh, I, f- I felt a little bit bad about it. So what I decided to do is, you know, I wanted to give AI a chance. <laughs> so I fed I fed ChatGPT uh, the Wikipedia holder of all knowledge plot synopsis, uh, and then said, "Take that bad boy and give it to me in a uh, witty, uh, fun summary." And make sure oh that God. it's about 3,000 uh, letters. I even did that just to make sure that it fit within my, uh, my you know, because I, I, I wanted it to try. And this is what I got. Oh, my God. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent! Insert it deep! Pod crawl! Kind of like a space suppository full of information. In the cosmic carnival that is the Marvels, our favorite heroes are thrown into a blender of interdimensional chaos, quantum mishaps, and enough superhero sass to make Tony Stark blush. (laughs) Carol Danvers, the fearless flyer, flips the bird, figuratively, of course, to the supreme intelligence, kicking off a Kree civil war that turns Holler into a barren wasteland faster than you can say I am Groot. Enter Darben, the Kree leader with a knack for causing more trouble than Loki on a mischief bender. Darben gets her hands on a quantum band, and surprise surprise, Kamala Khan's got the other half. Cue the cosmic tug-of-war, tearing open jump points in space like it's the grand opening of the multiverse hottest nightclub. Sword, ever the cosmic bouncer, catches wind of the anomaly, and Nick Fury's playing mediator in peace talks between Kree and Scrolls. Monica Rambeau, on the other hand, is on an anomaly investigation spree that makes Mulder and Scully look like interns. Mm -hmm. Then the switcheroo happens. Rambeau, Danvers, and Kamala pull a freaky Friday on the cosmic scale, trading places faster than you can say shape-shifting scroll. Cue epic battles, destroyed Khan family homes, and more confusion than trying to understand the timeline of a certain god of mischief. Back in their own spots, Fury and Rambeau play cosmic matchmakers, trying to make sense of this light-powered trio. Turns out, they are linked by quantum entanglement, use your powers, and you might end up in someone else's shoes, or spandex. Off to Tarnak's, a scroll refugee colony, our accidental team-up goes, only to find out Darben's playing hopscotch with jump points, risking the universe's stability like a teenager on a skateboard. Darben's plan. Siphon atmosphere here, steal ocean water there, and cap it off by snatching Earth's sun like it's a midnight snack. Our marbles, now an uneasy trio, throw down with Darben. But, oh snap, she swipes Kamala's quantum band for a grand finale. The universe holds its breath as Darben tears open one last hole in space, leaving our marvels to mop up the mess. Kamala reclaims the bands, Danvers and Kamala combo punch their powers, and Rambo does the heroic sacrifice thing, closing the multiverse tear from the other side. The day is saved, but at a cost. Danvers takes a dive into Holla's sun, using her powers to hit the cosmic reset button. The marvels may be short-lived, but the impact is as lasting as Tony Stark's ego. Post-crisis, Kamala's feeling inspired, not just for a solo career but to form a superhero supergroup. Kate Bishop gets a VIP invitation to the Marvel's party, and we can almost hear the Avengers theme swelling in the background. But wait, in a mid-credits scene, Rambo wakes up in a parallel universe, greeted by an alternate Maria and Hank McCoy, the blue furball himself. Multiverse baby! Where every fan theory is a potential plot twist, and the possibilities are as endless as Deadpool's quips. 
So there you have it, the Marvels, where quantum entanglement meets intergalactic shenanigans, and our heroes prove that even in the vastness of the cosmos, the Marvel brand of wit and heroism always saves the day. Excelsior. Alright, I don't know where the Excelsior thing came from, but apparently it's a I know it's, Stan Lee thing. I know it's a Stan Lee thing, but like that wasn't in the prompt anywhere. Chat GPT just decided it needed to put it in there. So good for it. I'm scared now. But uh yeah. Twenty twenty three's the Marvels. Um All right. Let's hear it. I it was yeah, it was meh. I could take it or leave it. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It's not the worst thing I've seen in the right. MCU. Yeah. But it was, you know, it wasn't great. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. I, I wasn't I wasn't disappointed uh, because I didn't have high hopes to begin with. <laughs> right. Uh, but <laughs> the bar was low. <laughs> the bar was low. But I, I you know, I, yeah, it's not one that I feel like I will need to go watch again um i think if i in the future decided to do some sort of mcu binge um this one might accidentally get forgotten and i'm using air quotes right now around accidentally the vast majority of phase four would be forgotten and yeah, yeah at this point most if not well no because guardians of the galaxy 3 is phase 5 so yeah so most of phase 5 would be forgotten too if i were yeah. to do another mcu binge right right so that uh, that actually brings up a question that i had so um uh, what's her face uh miss marvel uh the actress for miss marvel uh mm -hmm. iman something or other something Iman's yeah. an, uh V Valani, Iman Valani. Yeah, I um, never watched the series, so I have no idea. Well, I just I just know because of the actress and looking shit up. Um, anyway, so so she mentioned that uh, she had a she has a theory. Uh, she's been real vocal here lately. Um, we'll see if that bites her in the ass later. Um, but she's been real vocal lately about. Uh, why the MCU had larger pro uh, what are the larger problems with the MCU? And it, you know, maybe she'll be all right because it's kind of, it kind of parrots what Bob has been saying apparently. And mm -hmm. that uh, she said, you know, uh, she feels that it's probably, probably because um, things are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, you're kind of like, okay, what's left. You're not, you're not allowing the audience to care about the characters. They're more concerned about what's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, so my, what does she my, mean by getting bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger, like bigger stakes, bigger things happening. You know, it, it's getting, that's what I, I feel or, or, or what I'm taking out of it, more characters, that kind of stuff. So that's my, that was going to be my question is, do you think Marvel has gotten too big in terms of the number of characters they have out on the playing field, so to speak? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's causing issues. Absolutely. Yeah, they haven't okay. retired enough of their players 
or enough of the characters or, that, or, they're, that they're bringing in new characters. Right. So they, the only characters that they retired were what? Iron Man, Captain America. Well, yeah, yeah. Black yeah, Widow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and how Gamora. many characters Gamora, have they? But well, but Gamora. Really Gamora so I mean, Gamora's yeah, you back. could actually you could actually say most of the Guardians, but yeah. I mean, Gamora is still around. She's just not really a, a Guardian anymore. She's just part of the the Reavers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they 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 haven't gotten rid of enough characters, but they brought in all these other characters. So it's hard to keep up. I mean, they've. They brought in the Eternals, and even if we count that as just one character, and it's actually what six, six or seven, yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot to keep up with. Um, they brought in Shang Chi. They brought in um, She Hulk. They've brought in uh, Miss Marvel. They've brought in Monica, um, Rambo. Uh, yeah, Photon. Uh, they've brought in. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, oh my God, from, um, from Black Panther 2. What's her face? Oh, Shuri? No, not Shuri. I mean, she's basically taking over for, uh, T'Challa, so, yeah. uh, but, uh, the, the Iron Kid, um, oh, Ironheart. Ironheart, yeah. yeah. So they brought in Ironheart. I don't know, yeah. They brought in a bunch of characters that we're still trying to kind of keep up with and they've kind of brought them in haphazardly. Right. Yeah, and they've they've I I think the big issue is we're not seeing them often enough. I don't know if it's to, we're seeing them often no, enough. I, I don't I, think we're seeing them in quality ways. We I mean, well, so not with, quality ways, but 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 even often enough. I mean, the first the first couple of phases were basically three characters right and three main characters and then you had like black widow and those kind of deals that were always there but you had thor iron man and and captain america Mm -hmm. you know and and they had a few movies before they started teaming up and now i mean let's take well let's take uh shang chi right phase four we haven't seen him ever again, right? Uh, who's out of phase three that we've kind of seen? Doctor Strange, maybe, but we've Doctor seen him Strange a couple has times. Been in a few yeah. times. Spider Man yeah. has yeah. had a couple of movies since then. He and Doctor Strange have crossed over. Yeah, so that, that yeah, was not a I good one. I take your point, but, but yeah, I mean that's the, but that's what I'm looking at. It's like they're they're introducing these people. Yeah, they're all disparate characters. They, they, there's no cohesion between right. any of these characters or their uh, overarching Stories. plot lines. Yeah. yeah, or anything like. That. I mean, you've got, you've got the only thing that's really been brought over. I would say that's been is Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp. You know, he's he's been from, you know, essentially the Infinity War era, right? So he was Phase Two, Phase Three. Yeah, right. but since since the end of phase three, he hasn't teamed up or been well, no, he hasn't teamed or, up. No, or yeah, that's what I'm been saying. involved with anybody else. Right, he's, he's the been only standalone. One, yeah, he's the only one that could could have potentially kind of I'm not going to say you know made a team up group or whatever, but I mean kind of tied the two 
I'm going to say the two generations together, you know, this, the in-game generation or the Infinity Saga and then whatever's, whatever the hell's happening now. Right. Um, you know, I, I think I can see what Amon's saying and that things have gotten big. And, and when she says that, I'm thinking characters. There's just, there's so many, they've brought so many in so quickly and then forgotten about them, more or less. Yeah, I mean they 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 really haven't followed up with them. They haven't they haven't shown any relationship with any other character in the MCU. They're all right. just individual little pockets of MCU character. Right. We haven't seen any. I mean, by the end of Phase One, we had started to see kind of how they they were going to bring these characters together through the uh, Avengers Initiative, right? Right. That was part of the post-credit scene for several of the movies. Right. And then by Phase Two, they were kind of ramping up for the Avengers movie and uh, bringing kind of everybody together. Right. You knew where they were going. Yeah. Here we so, don't know what they're doing. I think they've also kind of fucked up in that we came so phase one and phase two kind of built up to this crescendo with phase three. Phase three was the the climax and um kind of ended everything with Infinity War and Endgame, right? And then we brought got brought down by you know the Spider Man in the last couple movies in phase three. Pardon me. You Phase doing all three. right over there? No, I'm, I'm something's trying to come out. <laughs> so, um we we uh, th- those movies brought us back down. So, and they were they were fine movies, but they weren't, you know, nearly as the 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 stakes weren't nearly as high in those movies as they were right. with the the previous movies and in into Endgame. So that brought us down, so that was a natural kind of trough where they could have started ramping back up again towards uh, another climax towards the end of phase five into phase six for the next overarching story arc, right? Right. We haven't gotten any of that. No. Closest we've we haven't gotten, gotten is any kind Kang. of ramp up. Yeah. The closest we got was Kang in Ant-Man. Yeah. In Quantumania. And, even, and that movie sucked. Yeah. And even then it's, it's iffy. What, but the the whole thing with the Kang and Quantum Mania yeah. is they were they they showed their hand too quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. We already knew about Kang from Loki, right? Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have brought Kang in until they were ready to crescendo into uh, towards the end of Phase Five. They should have, you know, Loki season two was fine because Kang had already been established, and then. Um, that kind of establishes the whole multiverse war with all with Kang the Conqueror and all the rest. He yeah. who remains is dead. Loki is has taken over his his place in trying to control all the different branches and keep them going. Seeing Kang and seeing Kang defeated in Quantum Mania totally strips all of his power later on as the overarching bad guy if that was their plan and i suspect it was especially if it's if, if for, it was supposed for to this be that next king. yeah for these next three phases right so yeah. they, they 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 played their hand too quick and i think and it's because 
they wanted to get, you know, quantum mania out there. Jonathan majors was, you know, a big star before he, or rising star before in the MCU, before he, you know, had all of the controversy surrounding him. Right. Um, and, and they wanted to get him as much screen time because they thought that was going to bring eyes to the theater. Right. And I think, I think they did themselves a disservice, or I think they screwed up by having the, the council of Kings or whatever, because we hadn't, nothing had been established prior to that about there being multiple versions and all that kind of stuff right? in any of the movies, let alone any of the MCU, right? Because you hadn't really, we really hadn't discovered that through Loki yet. No, um, we had. He talked about the... He talked about the whole reason the TVA existed and Loki was to right, keep all of but, those kings from existing and, but and prior, starting the war. Yes, but prior up until the you know that that season finale there had only been one timeline and then Quantumania happens and oh my god, you know you know, we, all, all of a sudden we've got millions upon millions of Kangs or whatever already, you know, coming together and about to cause havoc. But you're like, wait, when did this happen? Type of well, deal. because they, they killed him. He wasn't able to uh, prune any branches. Well, I, so I all know. of those branches I, I understand created all those Kangs. Right. I understand. I understand that. But in the grand scheme of things, I think it was too soon. Oh, I agree. It, it was yeah. way too soon to to show that because they hadn't they hadn't dealt with what happened in Loki yet. Whether they oh, dealt I see with what you're it, saying. Yeah. whether they dealt with it in Loki season two, like they did, or whether they you, you know they kind of dealt with it, they kind of talked about it a little bit in in Doctor Strange, but that one was more along the lines of of you know just jumping from thing to thing not really not really saying oh well you know there's other versions and and oh hey here's this dude you know here's kang all of a sudden you know or or whatever you know they they never did any hints or nods or you know oh here's a variant type of yeah. type of thing you know so i think and maybe it goes back to the whole bob quote you know the whole bob thing where they didn't have the executive you know which or whatever they didn't have somebody, you know. And Kevin Feige has said that even uh, in, in interviews and stuff is they were they didn't know what the hell they were doing with Phase Four, right? It was it was them testing crap out, unfortunately. So, yeah. Well, anyway, so let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. What elephant? Oh, the big giant elephant. Well, I'm sorry. It's not a big giant elephant. The itty bitty tiny elephant that is their box office. <laughs> so they've, um, yeah, yeah it they did not do well. They have a they they have a, a new record, uh, and that record is uh, one. Uh, they took the mantle away from the Incredible Hulk, and now they are the lowest uh, grossing box office of any MCU movie, but. On top of that, they have the distinct pleasure of being the one and only movie that didn't make money in the box office yet. Probably not ever. 
But uh, two hundred seventy-four million dollar budget. Uh, box office right now is at one eighty-seven point four million. Yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. even made its budget back. Hasn't even made the budget. Not, back. not to mention even close to coming to a profit. Right, and and just for 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 frame of reference, The Incredible Hulk worldwide box office. Uh, I'm sorry, budget was 150 million, right? Worldwide box office was 264 million. So yeah. not, you know, it's not a huge number. Um, you know, back then they weren't very huge budgets and and box offices and that kind of and stuff. And considering The Incredible Hulk was the what second MCU mm-hmm. movie? Second MCU behind uh, Iron behind Man. Behind Iron Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and to put this in a frame of reference, just to show that people are actually going to see good mm-hmm. MCU movies, Guardians of the Galaxy three did eight hundred and forty five point six million mm-hmm. on a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Yep. So I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a article that Business Insider did uh, where they they have ranked every MCU movie based off of their global box office. Um, you know, and Iron Man comes in at twenty fourth out of thirty three. Yeah. Um, which Makes isn't sense. yeah, which isn't bad at all. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three is hold on let me get it it's right there uh it's ranked 16th out of 33 so about half halfway in there 250 million budget yeah 845 yeah not great not great at all no no and i mean but so i will say that you know lack of promotion probably hurt this the the writer or the the actor strike probably hurt this a little bit so some of that box office figure is probably from the sag strike um i will give them that and this is but i still don't think they would have they may have gotten to their their budget costs in the box office even with the the actors promoting this i don't see this turning a profit so was there was there any behind the scenes turmoil that leaked out? Not that I can think of, no. That, yeah, there wasn't really anything big, which really it makes me wonder because Captain Marvel had a 160 million dollar budget and made 1.13 billion dollars. Yeah, but that was right around Endgame too, or right around Infinity War. True. So that was at the height of Phase Three. True, they were introducing a brand new character. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I unless, unless the everybody didn't really. There was a lot of momentum coming in behind. Yeah, and, um, and maybe they lost it because they didn't like what they saw, or you know, I don't, I don't know, but. That's a that's a huge jump from But I mean think about it how much Captain Marvel have we seen since her movie? Right. We didn't see her all that much in Infinity War and Endgame. Nope, she we came in to a, blow up a ship. <laughs> yeah. We saw her a couple of times since then in a, in a few other movies but we haven't seen that character very much since this movie. So Yeah. People have lost touch with that fucking character. It's it's uh, too big. Too big, you know, one and done type of situation. Yeah. Um, I think one and done and then maybe, 
maybe even too long between I, I don't think this was a movie that should have been made I don't I I don't I don't think these three characters had enough pull even together to to make this a movie no. worth making I I don't I I can it see doesn't that. it doesn't move anything in the in the phase so it doesn't move any of the plot line in the phase right other than other than officially establishing multi a multiverse or a way to get from one universe to another using the bands. Yeah, because, but even then you're tearing space time, so that's not really a, a valid right. way. Right. I mean, the TVA has a much, much that, better well, way to get between <laughs> dimensions. Right, right. Well, but the TVA doesn't exist, and you know, nobody knows about the TVA, right? I mean, that's eh. that's the thing. And Doctor Strange can go through dimensions too, so right. he's got and, a way to fact, go through dimensions. In fact, he's he's out and about hopping dimensions apparently with uh, Charlize Theron. Right. You know. So so interdimensional travel isn't isn't unestablished at this point. So they didn't America need this Ferreira. movie to establish. Or yeah. America, whatever her name, Chavez, or whatever, what uh, Star Girl, Star Lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she so can she can jump. She can also jump. Right. So interdimensional travel has been established. We didn't need this movie for interdimensional travel. Mm-mm. What uh, what else is this movie done for the phase? What is it pushed? X-Men. <laughs> that was a fucking in credit scene that they probably right. dumped in at the at the end. Yeah. But I guarantee you we're not going to see X-Men before phase 6. Mm-mm. Uh, we'll see a little bit with Deadpool. With Deadpool, Deadpool yeah. three, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, I nothing um, other than maybe establishing sword being a thing now. For, oh, for fuck's sake! Don't get me started on please. sword. Whoever designed their fucking emblem is a moron. Yeah, that fucking dollar sign on all their goddamn belts. I was like, what are they running? Some kind of financial institution up here? What the fuck is that? It, it took Caden to say, I think that's the sword going through the S. I was like, you can't see that on the fucking screen. That's the stupidest fucking emblem I've ever seen. It looks like a goddamn dollar sign, and it was distracting. Yeah. Every time they were on the fucking scene, that's all I could see was that goddamn dollar sign floating across the fucking screen. How do you really feel? I Yeah, I loved it. Uh, okay, good, good. Yeah, the, the, this didn't do anything. And calling Again, the organization sword and their fucking station saber doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, a saber is a type of sword. I understand. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, yeah, I, this didn't really do much. But again, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I, I've had worse. <laughs> It had you know, some funny moments. It had some. It had some good. Yeah, you know. So, so okay. So the whole I was fucking dancing and singing thing yeah. just rubbed me the wrong way, though. Did, but. Okay, okay. So I I found the dancing part. Yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of dumb. Like, so so seeing that in the trailers, it was like, oh great, they've somehow got Bollywood dancing worked <laughs> into this movie. Uh, well, they did it y- for the Eternals, so why not here? Right, and then, 
But but then, it, yeah, I kind of course it made ch- sense in the Eternals. Yeah, I kind of chuckled at this a little bit, you know, with the whole like, I, I did chuckle when when he started talking normally and and Carol said he's bilingual. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> okay, that was that was that was good. I'll give you that one. That one, that one was funny, yeah. uh, you know. But uh, yeah, it was just it was just weird. And then the whole. Killing the supreme intelligence immediately creates a civil war, and the entire planet basically goes to shit. Yet they're going to siphon an atmosphere from another planet and put it on their planet. I don't think that's how atmosphere works, but I, you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, and what happened at the end? Those three planets are the two planets and then part of the sun that they siphoned off. Those planets are just fucked. And Hara just, they get to to keep their their cool ocean and air and and sun now. Hana's made full, or whole, but, you know, whatever. Well, okay, no, so so the sun sun was rebooted because Carol went into the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, but they they still kind of stole a little bit of, of Earth's sun. Right, yeah. Or started but to. They, they, yeah. they stole the ocean off of that one planet and stole the atmosphere off the other. Those two planets are fucked at this yeah. point because that one think, planet was 99% ocean. Do you think they stole all the ocean? I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, even a good uh, percentage of the ocean on a planet that's 99% ocean is going to fucking wreak havoc on the ecosystem. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of hand waved it. Just kind of hand waved, uh, you know. Oh well, they're out of a. They're, <laughs> they're out fucked. of oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 that part of the, that part of the uh, story didn't make sense to me. Um, and when did when did Captain Marvel kill the supreme intelligence? Was that in? My, was my that in guess, the first movie? No. I didn't think so. I didn't remember guess, that happening. So my guess is it happened after the first movie in terms of like, because she said that she was going to go have a talk with the Supreme Intelligence or whatever. And this is, that is what happened in back in the 90s. Uh, okay. You know, that that is my guess. I much rather have had, I would have preferred to see it in terms of, struggling or whatever or an actual battle or you know make the supreme intelligence a little bit more evil maybe or or what have you you know i i don't know i didn't it really made uh, uh, of course we we hear this story well no this came from carol's point of view and that yeah she seemed like the bad guy in this because she just goes in and blows shit up because she has a beef with you know them holding her back <laughs> you know then if i'm not wrong this is the same planet where the nova uh the nova no, squad wrong. was huh no uh, nova nova core isn't here i thought this was no that's nova on nova core the- nova core is on nova prime oh okay yeah yeah yeah, Nova Corps on like Nova Prime or whatever, where uh, the one that they defended in 
Guardians of the Galaxy two or Volume One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Nova. That was Nova Prime, and they have and they have an AI. Well, in the comics, no, the Nova Corps has an AI as well. Um, I don't know what it's called. Can't remember. But I um, I think they had like some sort of AI, uh, all all brain or something. I yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just yeah the the one okay. I, I, and I've got to I've got to ask this. Um, did you think you were looking at a young Mariah Carey? A young Mariah Carey? No, no. I thought she looked like a. I thought she looked like a, a an older sister to Amelia Clark. <laughs> I thought she looked like Amelia Clark's older sister. Darben. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I I I was I was getting Mariah Carey vibes, and and specifically I was I was waiting for all I want for Christmas. <laughs> To get played no, at some I point. didn't think Mariah Carey, but oh, yeah, yeah, I did I, certainly think, you know, Amelia Clark. She looks a lot like Amelia Clark. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're both British. Right. Yeah, yeah. And interesting enough, she is, uh, she and Tom Hiddleston are together. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Loki's going to be a bit pissed. <laughs> his girlfriend got is killed. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I just, I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I like, thought it was a little fucking one dimensional that, you know, she gets crushed again. And then, yeah. you know, Captain Marvel saves her this time. And then she goes and, and stabs her. I just, I thought that was a little. Yeah. She fucking... seemed, yeah. I, the big bad in this one was really strange shitty really shitty i i just yeah i will have to admit the the cgi in this one was the best that we have seen here recently um i didn't yeah nothing it, it wasn't distracting nothing distracted me from it yeah no, nothing so the really. this the cgi apparently they're not working all of the cgi artists to the bone anymore yeah so they're actually you know making some quality work now and you can actually see what's going on they didn't do everything in the fucking dark right so i was happy about that the cgi yeah. was fine yeah so i mean there were some good things about it uh cgi and all that kind of good stuff there was there were some good things and maybe maybe there's there there was a little hints of MCU turning around, you know, with CGI being a bit better, uh, you know, and that kind of stuff, but not enough too, too little, too late. I think for this movie, um, we didn't need, I kind of agree with you. We didn't necessarily need this movie. I mean, there's a lot of them that we really didn't need. Um, but do we, have we become spoiled in expecting every movie to be connected. I mean, I, I, they don't have to be vastly connected, but there does need to be some sort of thread of connection between all these movies. Or some coherency. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, otherwise it's just a one-off movie and, and, and it's fine if they want to make that some sort of standalone movie, but I wouldn't, they're, they're banking this as an MCU movie. Right. And we have come to expect that MCU movies all kind of share this DNA underneath that goes to this overarching plot line where everything comes together in the end. They haven't done that really since phase Mm -hmm. four. There's only been a few movies that they've done that. And that's been the big three. That's been guardians. uh, That's been Dr. Strange and and, and Spider-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp to a certain extent. Right. Yeah, to a small extent, yeah. I mean, they kind of tied this movie together a little bit with Shang-Chi because at the end credits of Shang-Chi, they were talking about this bracelet. Right, yeah. But, I mean, you might say that they're talking about that bracelet for Miss Marvel instead of this Mm. because now there's two bracelets. And why wasn't she wearing that second bracelet at the end of this movie? Yeah, like it's like she gave the bracelet back to sword or whatever. I don't Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it, she doesn't need the bracelet for her no, powers. No, her bra- her powers come from her. The bracelet just activated them if you watched the TV show. Again, you shouldn't have to, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I was under the impression that the bracelet gave her her powers, and when she lost the bracelet, I was like, well, you're fucked. And then she comes up with the hands without that, and I was like, well, okay, now I'm confused. Why the fuck does she need the bracelet? Yeah. What is the bracelet doing for her? The, the bra- the, the, yeah, the, in the in the TV show, in the Disney Plus show, it, it, it allowed her to travel back in time inadvertently. Um, technically, I guess those bracelets came from another dimension. Um, or, well, come to find out they are able to open up other dimensions. A different race created them a long time ago because they created the uh, jump points and all that kind of fun stuff, apparently. But in the TV show, you didn't know that. You just knew that they were going to allow some other dimensional beings to get back home. And apparently she has the DNA of those other dimensional beings that uh, can manipulate light. Oh, so how'd she her, get that DNA? Her grandmother was one of those other dimensional beings. Oh, okay. Or her grandmother, yeah, her grandmother or her sister, her grandmother, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, if it's her sister, well, how no, does she I get gonna, that DNA? Well, no, I was going to say, I was. I didn't finish that thought completely. Her mother's <laughs> sister, so her aunt or something. It was. Well, uh, again, it, how would yeah. she have gotten that DNA? Unless right, maybe right, right. her mom's not, well, but that doesn't make sense. How would her mom not be her mom? I mean, you kind of know that, but. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently her grandmother was one of her, was, was one of these four or five people that, uh, uh, got ju- came from the other dimension, and they they found the bracelet uh, during the partition of of India, um, and they were trying to use it to get back. And it uh, some people like backstabbed each other, you know, typical bullshit. So all right, yeah, glad I missed that show. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, anything uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm done. All right, good. Let's move on then. Um, superpower roll call, sir. Who do you who do you want?
think I'm going to go Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure she's the more powerful of the three. She's she's certainly got the uh she's got a handle on her powers. Um I think Photon could probably give her a bit of a run for her money maybe. If Maybe. Yeah, she's still just kind of sort of learning them though. She reminds me of uh Captain Marvel in the first one when it was all kind of sort of on the fritz off and on. Yeah, maybe. So All right. Awards? Well, who's got yours? I said Captain Marvel. Oh. Yeah, I said I was I was going to go with Captain Marvel as well. Yeah. Uh awards. Black Lung. Black Lung. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to give it to the people of Hala for uh, yeah, not being able to breathe their own. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I I did the same thing. I gave it to all of Hala because they were all on oxygen masks, you know, like like they all had smokers lung. Like the lungers they are. Yep, yep. Uh headlush for me, uh you know, I'm just going to give it to everybody that was at that singing party, the princess party. <laughs> there were some there were some drinks going on. Yeah, I'm giving mine to Nick Fury because you know that motherfucker was drinking. Oh yeah. The yeah, only spe- way he's making it through this movie. I was gonna say, especially after the the day he had with the whole teleporting thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. How about your player? Player. Yeah. Uh, I think You're I'm gonna, gonna give gonna it to. Uh, I think no. I'm gonna give it to Prince. What's his face? Prince okay. singing dude because okay. he uh, he he landed Captain Marvel as a, well, as a bride, even though it was like a, a political. Marriage. Uh, marriage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll give you that. I I gave it to Goose. To Goose. Yeah, because apparently he'd been getting himself some side action. Or she apparently yeah. had been giving getting herself some side action during her space adventures with yeah, no uh, shit. Captain Marvel. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk about a litter. Yeah, that dude, that's a lot. That was a lot. Uh, let's see. I mean, that was pretty fucking predictable, though. Yeah, I will say that once once you see that that kind of pulsating egg like thing that they first come up with, I was like, I leaned over to Caden, I was like, that's uh, Goose's egg. Yeah, Goose is laying eggs. Yeah, I didn't. I I I saw that. I didn't expect the amount. Oh no, I didn't expect the amount yeah. either. Yeah. I figured that one egg would, you know come up with you know four the, or five kittens or something but right, no, right i wasn't expecting a kitten per egg and there being like hundreds of them right right and i did i did find it a little funny that their way to to save everybody was to get them eaten and then you yeah, just so, got people like running away yeah stop running away let the kittens eat you yeah, yeah. that was funny that was yeah. one of the funnier parts but how are they surviving how the I, fuck do they survive getting apparent, eaten? Apparently, it's some sort of interdimensional space. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's in a flurkin. Yeah, it's gross. Apparently. All right, uh, purple hippo for me. Uh, I I'm gonna give it to Monica for waking up to X Men. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I think I'll go with that one too. All I was right. gonna give it to Kamala, um, but you know, for getting transported or you know, teleported all over the place, right? All of a and, sudden. Seeing, and seeing uh, goose yeah. eat people. Oh my god! Seeing goose eat people, being on this alien ship and in the middle of a fight, 
and then you know launched into <laughs> into the sky and falling and all that but yeah, yeah. i like yours better i'm gonna go yeah. with that one monica waking up to the x-men yeah yeah all right sir uh let's see oh you know what you know what next week is Ooh, what's next week oh next week next week everyone um should I, should I? Yeah, I might as well just say it. I might as well just read it because that's what we normally do. So next week, we will be covering the movie where our, a foul-mouthed mutant mercenary assembles a team of fellow mutants, fellow mutant rogues, to protect a young boy with supernatural abilities from the brutal time-traveling cyborg ca- uh, Cable. Huh. Yeah. I'm at a loss. What is it? Oh, it's 2018's Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. They made a Deadpool 2? They did. They did make a Deadpool 2. Uh, huh. This is our, uh, you know, we, we we teased this a year ago. Um, yeah. We had, we had a, a, a certain guy by the name of Joe on the show. And while we were reviewing Deadpool, we decided, hey, this is going to be our annual holiday uh, review. Well, we're making good on that. And uh, next time, we will be reviewing Deadpool 2 for the holidays. And I, I understand Joe will be back. Uh, Joe will be back, and I yeah. guarantee you he will not be wearing pants. Yes, and I also can pretty much guarantee you that the show may or may not have gone off the rails once or twice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or three times. Three times. I mean, uh, if you haven't been able to figure that out, we've already recorded it in true Deadpool fashion. Um, we recorded this three months ago. No, no, we didn't record it that early. Uh, you know, that's what we did for Deadpool 1. I think we recorded it in like October and it came out in December. Yeah, yeah something ridiculous. It was early. It was way early. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa to all you guys and gals. Um, Deadpool 2 will be our next one just in time for the holidays. I believe the date is the 22nd if my uh, if my math comes out right. Yeah, it does. So the 22nd. So um, that's going to do it for today. Uh, intro and outro music are J- uh, Demon by JVNA. Our prod call music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us over at iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginkapes.com slash Discord, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginkapes at outlook.com. Be sure to visit the Gunna Geek Network for other great shows over at gunnageek.com. For this week, uh, you know, have a good Christmas, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, we've got another Christmas episode right before Christmas. Yeah, but I can't it's remember not Christmas if I, yet. I can't remember if I said everybody have a good Christmas on that one. So I'm, I'm just yeah, hedging my not. Yeah, I'm hedging my... Look, I was so distracted at that last one. Joe didn't have pants on. <laughs> um, you know. That's distracting travel. enough, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I, that's all I got. Nothing for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Nothing for me. All right. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs)